Welcome back to the River Mindset Podcast, the platform that aims to discuss all things mindset and help enable you to be the healthiest, happiest, and most healed version of yourself in this season and beyond. Okay, going off script just for a second. This is my fourth time trying to record this podcast, and I actually said I was just going to leave it and not edit these podcasts because for some reason people like the bloopers. I actually love bloopers and unedited just feels more real more relatable more raw and I totally get it I totally relate to that um okay in the last recording I said I wasn't going to record again but here I am so lucky time number four not uh apparently lucky in Chinese culture but I'm not really superstitious in that way so false time lucky week eight here we are Okay, wonderful. My name is Kimmy, and for some reason, I felt to talk about the topic of fear this week. And I really don't want to talk about this, if I'm being honest, because of the fear that came up thinking about talking about it. (laughs) But we're doing it. So here we go. Today, we'll be discussing what fear is, two ways it presents itself most often and why, and three tips to manage fear. So what is fear? Fear is to be afraid of someone or something as likely to be dangerous, painful, or harmful. That is the definition on Google or one of them. And for me, fear is something that poses as a threat to be detrimental to me or those around me, and it triggers a negative reaction to a potential or present danger. And going off script, I just want to highlight a couple points there before we move on, is that it poses, fear poses as a threat. And it can be a potential danger. So this thing that we're scared of may not have actually happened. It could be something that we're uh, ruminating on potentially happening. And it might not be a truth or an actual event or happening that has been realized yet. Okay, moving on. What are the three ways fear presents itself most often? No. The two ways, so two ways, sorry. I did not edit that. Number one, fear of what others think, which I think is also tied to the fear of being rejected. So why do we fear what others think? I think often at times we fear what others think about us is because it's tied to the fear of being rejected. And let's be real, we are human. We are innately wired to connect with others, to belong, to be a part of a community, a tribe, wherever, whatever that looks like. We are constantly trying to find spaces where we feel understood, safe, accepted, non-judged. And I have talked about this in some of my previous episodes in terms of that point. We want those safe spaces. And I think if every person was honest, we all fear what others think of us to some extent. And some may fear this more than others, depending on so many factors. And it's so layered. It could be due to their upbringing, their background, how they experienced love, how they saw their parents respond to challenging situations, how they managed their emotions, um, how people view themselves. So many, so many factors that I didn't even mention, but I feel like the more secure and confident we grow into who we are as individuals, the less we actually care about the majority viewpoint of who we are and their opinions of us, the less we care about being accepted by others or the majority, majority is what I'm trying to say. That is totally easier said than done. And I recognize that. And 
I find that if we are often people that seek validation more than others and approval from others, we'll likely fear what other people think of us more. Wow, that was like a tongue twister. And number two reason of how fear presents itself is within the fear of failing, which I also think is tied to the fear of not being good enough or just not being enough. And why I think this presents itself often or more often than other fears is that sometimes we are so scared to fail, we don't even try. And this is not saying that you have to try, but this is just something I'm saying happens most often in people. Um, and that's so common, but for some reason, it's becoming more, I guess, brought to surface and more exposed and, and normalized to talk about these fears that as humans we experience. But for a long time, you know, emotional intelligence and um, fears were not really openly discussed too much um, until quite recently. Back onto script, we have thought ourselves up into stories and to a standard that you absolutely cannot fail when we are scared to fail. You would absolutely hate to feel like a failure, but let's pause here and delve into why this, this is tied to not being good enough or feeling like you're enough. Um, we often link our feelings and emotions to correlate directly to who we are. For example, I failed, therefore I am a failure. That project didn't place in a top three placing, therefore it wasn't good enough and therefore I am not good enough. And when we don't know how to manage this or reframe it, it can leave us locked in a vicious loop because our efforts equate to our emotions or our worth or the fact that how we're feeling is who we are, um, but being able to separate the feelings to who we are and because feelings are sort of fluctuating um, and we're human and we are not perfect and robots and we don't act the same every single day. It depends on, you know, what happens day to day and we're always evolving and we're always maybe just, yeah, different factors affect our day to day, right? Going back to the script, when we don't know how to manage this, it can leave us locked in a vicious loop of feeling unworthy and down about ourselves, which to be honest, how do we know how to do this unless it's something we are already aware of or practicing already or have accessibility to see? Um, totally normal to feel this way. And um, yeah, especially if you haven't had the tools or tips to apply this. So how do we manage fear when it comes up? Tip one is recognizing what are you actually scared about and how do we do this? Well, ruminating in your thoughts and allowing them to run rampant in your mind is definitely not helpful. And trust me, I know, speaking from experience, a practical tip that I write down is what am I actually scared of and then answer that. Get all those thoughts out on paper and out of my mind and I ask myself, why am I scared of that? to that answer and then to that answer I ask what I, well why am I scared of that and then to that answer well why am I scared of that and in total it's about five times we don't want to do it like a hundred times because we don't want to get over analytical we just want to create some boundaries to in a time frame of like 
I'm just going to let this out for five minutes and then get to the bottom of what I can see in that present time and I can unpack the depths of it over time and not just in one moment in time. So when you finally get to the root of how it shows up in that moment, um, it usually scared, shows that I am scared to fail or scared of what other people think. So now that that is present, that's exposed, that's surfaced, what do we actually do about this? I question it. Do I know this is true? Do I actually know this is 100% true? Who am I when I show up like this, when I believe this is true? And then who am I when I let go of this assumption or story? Now, that is a five-step chronological process, and it does take practice, but it does work, I tell you. So I guess just summarizing, oh my goodness, <laughs> excuse me, summarizing that process is step one, writing down an answer to what you're actually scared of and answer that five times. Step two, question. Do I know this is true? Step three, do I actually know this is true 100% to a T? Or is this a story I'm making up? Step three, who am I when I show up like this when I believe this is true? And step five, who am I when I let go of this assumption or story? Okay, tip two, is when I feel fearful, I physically take a deep breath in. I roll my shoulders back. I smile, I place my hand on my solar plexus or in the middle of my chest and I say to myself, how loud if I'm by myself, something that celebrates my effort. Uh, like, I am doing a great job with the amount of energy that I have today and I celebrate my effort and showing up to give my best. Sometimes I will acknowledge the fear and other times I won't. When it is helpful, I will say something like, okay, I'm definitely feeling scared right now, but I'm so proud of myself for having the courage to step it up. Step three, or tip three, sorry, is one I often recommend in this podcast series is chatting to a trusted friend. Often at times we go to friends because they can see us objectively and our potential when we may be in a position where when that is a bit blurry to see for ourselves. They help to encourage us, keep us accountable to, you know, why we started and, and realizing the purpose and the potential of um, continuing to walk in the direction of the dreams that you have and keep us in traction they see us more clearly and often at times fast track us to take action when we eliminate the fearful thoughts and the fearful feelings or embrace them and courageously move through them to close i recently heard that we don't need to believe in ourselves to start something and that kind of blew my mind I don't need the confidence, the belief in me that I can accomplish something. I can have the courage, the consistency, and the choice to step out continuously, and that will bring forth action, which will breed confidence and belief in myself and what I'm doing. When we get results, we gain confidence in ourselves, and the only way we can get confidence is if we throw off fear, have the courage to take that step. We hear all the cheesy quotes about, <laughs> I actually saw this today, and by no means am I putting down this quote at all. I just found it funny because I used to love quotes like this. Um, and I, I still love them, but I just think they're, they're, they're pretty corny. Um, but they make a point, right? So the quote was, a smooth sea never made a sailor. 
And that reminded me of the quote that's along the lines of a boat was never meant to stay in, safe in a harbour. Uh, basically, what those two quotes are getting at is that we were designed to live, to live a life um, doing things that are uncomfortable that may bring us a larger capacity to experience joy or peace or happiness or what you're seeking to experience the most in life, all that good stuff, um, that we are to live an abundant life and a courageous life to live, not live, laugh, love, oh my gosh, I actually was meant to say learn along the way and evolve. And fear keeps us bound in that harbour or on the shore away from any type of sea. But to be honest, for the sailor, for the boat, we need some tips on how to sail the boat, how to swim, how to build a boat to last. And that takes research, trial and error and taking that first step. And most of all, it takes courage to run those tests, tweak, get back on the water, tweak a little bit further, take the risk of you know, things not working out in the way that you envision, but having the consistency and tenacity to get back up and keep trying and throw some things overboard that aren't conducive for that season that we're in. And okay, I'm going to stop because I was getting really deep into that analogy of the sailor in the ship. <laughs> Just a disclaimer that I am purely speaking from a love of all things mindset and what I've found to be helpful in my own experience. Any advice and discussion present presented on this platform is not specific to any individual in particular. Each person should carry out their own research and apply what they find works for them. You have just listened to week eight of the River Mindset podcast on the topic of fear. I wish you well on your week ahead. Here's to a sustainable life journey of health, happiness and healing in your present season. And there is enough room for us all to experience that. Thanks so much for listening. And until next Tuesday at 7 p.m., my name is Kimmy, and you've just listened to the River Mindset Podcast. Mm -hmm.